0: Welcome to Geek 5 Live. Welcome, 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 Geek Vibes Nation to a special episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. We have a very, very, very special guest today. Hint I'll give you before we bring him in. He is the mastermind behind the uncharted fan film that we have uh, that is just freaking awesome. So let me get him on here. Let me see. All right. Calling him now. right hello hey alan all right how are you uh welcome to geek vibes live uh we are super excited to have you uh like i said i'm so excited to pick your brain about what i think is one of the greatest fan films of all time uh in this uncharted fan film that we got um so how are you doing
1: I'm good, I'm good. I just uh, I just got back uh, from Comic-Con a bit jet-lagged. It was a bit of a whirlwind, but uh, I'm doing well.
0: I definitely appreciate you taking the time, uh, especially after all that. I know it was a crazy weekend. Yeah. I definitely appreciate uh, you taking our phone call today. So, sure, um, my pleasure. Without, fur- without further ado, I won't keep you waiting. We'll, we'll just pretty much get right into it. Um, my first thought when I saw this, this fan film was I compared it to something
1: I -hmm. compared
0: it to when the Deadpool um, test footage had leaked right uh, quote-unquote leaked Um, and it gave the feel to the fans of what it would be like if this beloved character was on the big screen Uh, Mm -hmm. and fans went bananas and it kind of I like to say forced Fox to have to at least face the fact of this character at some point has to be properly displayed on the big screen. We then later got an actual Deadpool film. So my question to you is, do you feel as though with all the positive, because I haven't seen any negative responses to this, this fan film, uh, do you kind of feel like this movie is going to put someone in the position to say, you know what, I see all the responses that, that it got, it looks great, amazing cast, Uh, We'll talk about that uh, in a second, but do you feel as though this puts some studio uh, in a position to where they have to like say, you know what, maybe this, maybe this will work. Maybe this is a a franchise that deserves to be on the big screen.
1: I mean, look, it's a tough, it's a tough question. I mean, obviously in the past um, that has certainly been the outcome, you know, Nathan and I have obviously been as transparent as possible to let people know, especially the press, that that was not, our intention going into this, this was obviously meant to be a love letter and a tribute. Uh, We got really tired of waiting uh, as did everybody else. Uh, You know, listen, it'll be very interesting. Obviously a lot of people are talking about it. As you said, there's been a lot of positivity to come out of it. Uh, It's tough. So, you know, look, I always like to say to people that even if every fan of, an adaptation, whether it is a video game, uh, a book, a graphic novel. If every fan around the world of that property showed up opening weekend, uh, it will still be a failure box office wise. And that's why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the studios try to find, you know, for instance, Mark Wahlberg was attached to this um, several years ago. And that's someone that they said, okay, you know what? He can open a movie. He he, he can get, he, he can pull decent numbers in. So I think obviously that's where they've been trying to, you know, focus their efforts on. I I can't speak to whether or not this will uh, lead to that. Obviously Uh, you know, the response, the response has been uh, more than I could have ever asked for. And, you know, I'd love to see this on the big screen. I know that they have every intention of doing that with the Tom Holland version. And obviously I'm a fan of Tom Holland and, uh, Sean Levy's a good director, and I'm sure it'll be a great film. I, I don't, you know, we obviously don't want to derail that. Um, you know, we made it very clear that uh, that movie should continue. It should go forward. It would be unfair for us to say, hey, so-and-so has been working on something for two years of their lives, and then we're coming along and sort of bumping them out. Uh, it wouldn't be the right thing to do. Uh, so listen, I mean, we'll just you know we'll just have to see what happens with the property. Tom's already very busy with Spider Man. Sean's been attached to it for two years. Um, it's in this business, it's very very hard to tell.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can completely understand that. And I was about to ask you about the uh, <clears throat> the Tom Holland uh, movie that they were working on. I when I first heard of that, I was just like, okay, they're they're getting Tom Holland, so obviously they're going a younger storyline. Um, you know that that that'd be really awesome if this was uh, a movie that kind of sets up uh, the Uncharted franchise to where it's like, okay, he's young now, and then you know we have like an older version, a more accurate version of um of, of Nathan Drake that we uh that we know and love. But mm-hmm. one thing that I really loved about your uh your your fan film is that it felt like a a cutscene to where, and what I mean by that is it looks ripped right out of the video game. Like, it didn't seem like, oh, this was all Hollywood. You know, they had to make it Hollywood so people who never played the game would understand it. No, no, no. This was purely for the fans who love this game, who respect it, who cherish it. And it looked right out of the video game. Um, so what I wanted to ask you was, I, I see that you did direct it and co write it. Uh, co-wrote it, I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that something that, that you find to be uh, easy to do both? Or is it something that was like, that was a struggle for you? Um, to, to kind of handle both sides of that?
1: No, I mean, I've always uh, tackled both of those elements. Um, the, the the two films that I directed, I also uh, was a writer on. So I'm just, I'm used to that. I always felt that um, a director is best equipped when he has a wider uh, skill set. So uh, I didn't find it difficult at all. In fact, I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to write it. I wanted to sort of Uh, see the gratification in bringing that vision to life. I think it also gives you um, a vision right at the outset that you can start visualizing for and breaking down how you want to shoot it and see it realized. Uh, I really enjoy uh, tackling both of those components.
0: Yeah. And I mean, by the looks of it, you, you completely nailed both sides of it. Um, Oh, thank you. I mean, the, the biggest thing, because we were all talking here in uh, Geek Vibes Nation, we were talking before, and the biggest question we had was when you, you and Nathan kind of went through the idea of, of creating this, was there any pushback or was there full support from Naughty Dog, who, as uh, for our listeners who may not know, um, is the creators of Uncharted, um, was there any pushback whatsoever or was it like full support from them? Uh, this this was
1: actually, this was not something that we divulged to anybody, the crew included. Mm-hmm. This was something that we uh, kept a secret uh, as a surprise that was intended for Comic-Con, or rather the week mm-hmm. of Comic-Con. Uh, you know, it, there's always the risk that if you uh, put that on somebody's radar, they could get nervous, they could be apprehensive and try to sort of say, hey, we prefer you didn't do this, rather than just sort of, unleash it on the world and sort of cross your fingers, which is what we did. Um, You know, the crew thought it was a short film. We had a fake title called uh, breaking and entering, uh, which is actually a (laughs) chapter, which is actually a chapter from the second game. But uh, no, we, we just sort of, we kept that to ourselves and thankfully Naughty Dog has uh, already voiced their appreciation for it, which is really nice.
0: Perfect. That that was just what I was about to say. Like, now that it came out, did they go like, oh, we love it um, because they saw that it was so good. But I, I could completely understand wanting to keep it under wraps. I mean, the, the biggest fear that, uh, that a lot of people have is uh, video game movies don't always translate um, well to the big screen. Uh, no, they don't. I can imagine how it would make studios very nervous to want to take on a project. Um, of, of another video game movie. I mean, even if you have, like, a great cast, uh, for example, Assassin's Creed, I thought, had an amazing cast.
1: Uh-huh. Just
0: the, the the final result of it wasn't what a lot of people were hoping it would be. It didn't feel right to the game in yeah. all aspects of it. Um, so, I mean, I, I look at this and I go, this was true to everything. I mean, everything. Right. I mean, heck, you even got the the guy who voices <laughs> Nathan Drake to do the live acting so I mean it completely captured everything that well Nathan uh, didn't do the
1: voice acting Nolan North did the voice acting
0: oh okay okay, okay. it's just okay. that everybody
1: seems to think in their minds that Nathan would have been perfect for it
0: right 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 and I mean speaking of the, the casting I will say it completely shocked all of us uh, we went bananas in our group chat when we saw who uh, you had casted as Sully Uh, I have to ask you, how did that come about? Uh,
1: Stephen Lang is a friend of mine. Uh, We did a film on Netflix called Gridlocked, uh, which came out uh, about a year and a half ago, or almost two years now. And we stayed in touch. Uh, We really enjoyed working with one another. His son, who is a producer, uh, Noah, he and I are also friends, and I said to him, hey, listen, you know, what do you think about your pop's you know, doing something like this, do you think he'd be into it? And he said, "Man, you should totally ask him." And, and Noah and his brother uh, both love the franchise, so they were very encouraging. And um, I told uh, Slang, we call him Slang. He's uh, once he hit sixty, he wanted a one-word title. Um, <laughs> he, um, you know, I just asked him for the favor, and he said no problem. And he's been emailing me this week, uh, completely shocked and surprised. You know, he said, uh, I, you know, I knew that, you know, you're you're very good at what you do. And I, I do enjoy working with you, but I was not expecting uh, this to happen. And Nathan and I's new thing is watching reaction videos. And it's really always funny to see people's reactions when uh, Lang pulls down the binoculars. Everybody goes kind of bananas, which is great. And I wasn't, you know, I think he's he's one of the greatest actors of this generation. He's an underrated actor. And um, I, I'm just happy and thrilled that people uh, appreciated seeing him, especially considering nobody thought of him uh, with right. regards to that character. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, wait. Yes, he is perfect for this role. And that's that's the problem with Hollywood. And actually, sorry, that's not the problem with Hollywood. That's the problem Hollywood has. When you are adapting something, fans can be – <sighs> I watch the UFC a lot and I I equate it to UFC fans who are very bandwagon oriented, who are very loyal. They could be very fickle. Um, They'll hate you one moment. They'll love you the other. And I think video game fans are the same way being a video game fan myself. I know exactly. So I can sort of speak to that. Uh, It's very tough. It's a very tough job to adapt something and try to cast it the way people want. We knew Nathan was the centerpiece. And then the challenge was the other characters because You know, everybody's got this voice in their head from the last 18, not 18 years. I mean, 2008, sorry, 10 math. I'm still very jet lagged. Um, But but, um, you have to try to please everybody. And that sort of goes back to what I was saying about the Mark Wahlberg thing, which is it's a little bit of art versus commerce. You have to uh, please people creatively and then financially and economically, you have a responsibility to make money. Um, and so in in casting something like this, uh, obviously that, that that's a challenge in and of itself. But uh, no, we're really, really thrilled that everybody loved um, seeing him as Sully.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, because we did a, um, back when the Tom Holland news came out, we did a, uh, a fan cast of everyone that uh, we thought would be perfect. Uh, let me guess, role, Bruce and, Campbell was on it? <laughs> yes, yes. I was just about to say that he was just, Because I'm a huge fan of... uh, I was a huge fan of Burn Notice. That was the first time I personally have ever seen Bruce Campbell. Um, Which is why he's not
1: perfect for this. And I think people have to understand that when an actor plays a character, actors want a challenge. Actors want something to sink their teeth into that's different. Actors don't want to rehash the same thing over and over again. This is something that people don't realize. So someone like Bruce, for instance... He's, he played that character for what, seven years, eight years. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it doesn't make sense for him. It doesn't make sense for someone like that. You know, Nathan is a different story because he hasn't played that character since Serenity. And even so this is a very different character than uh, Malcolm Reynolds. Um, But slang on the other hand is known for being a villain. He's known as a character actor. He's done a lot of. He's got a very large body of work. So to put him with a cigar, make him charming and funny and a little gritty, that to me is a lot more exciting than seeing someone who's already done this so many times.
0: Yeah, no, I completely understand that, and it was a bit lazy of me and a lot of people who fan cast that because if you watch Burn Notice, that is actually that's like. Somewhat close to to what Sully is. I mean, even down mm-hmm. to somewhat how they dress, it was almost. Oh identical. yeah,
1: it's identical. So it was. Yeah, it's identical. Yeah, so
0: it was more so just like, all right, well, he looks just like Sully. He could perfectly, you know, do Sully. It wasn't us really going. All right, well, that's the easy. That's the easy solution. Who can we think of that you know no one is thinking about that could pull this role off? Uh, I mean, it's it's even to the 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 example of. I thought Stephen Lang was perfect for Cable. So Josh. Brolin yeah,
1: yeah, it. a lot like, of people did. I had did. never
0: thought, right? I had never thought of Josh Brolin being Cable. Like not even in in my wildest dreams. I think. of Right, Josh and look
1: Brolin how amazing that turned out.
0: Exactly, exactly. So I mean, and I, I do think uh, Stephen Lang being Cable would have been phenomenal because, like you said, he's a very slept-on actor um, who's just multi-talented. Uh, he's done so many different roles, and he doesn't only do villain roles. He does so many different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, when we saw that he was Sully, like, I remember my friend uh, Joel, who's a huge fan of the, the fan film and the video games. Um, I He had said, because he had saw it first, he had said in the group chat, like, you'll never believe, you know, who was Sully in, in the fan film. And I immediately was like, Bruce Campbell, right? And he was like, no, Stephen Lang. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I right. think it's so cool. Go watch it. So I saw it, and I was just like, "That's the only person I can now see." Well. Right. Like, that's that's my right.
1: <laughs> and Bruce and Bruce <laughs> and Bruce had uh, Bruce emailed me as well. Um, he reached out to me to say because he knew people wanted him as Sully, um, and he reached out to say uh, he was really happy to see Stephen Lang take on a role that people expected him to do. And he, I remember, he tweeted it. That morning that it it came out, he had said sort of like, "Well done, uh, this is a great casting choice." so it was really nice to it was very funny to see
0: yeah, I mean that that's great. I mean, like you said, and I never thought of it uh in that sense of because a lot of people don't think think of that that actors want a challenge, like they don't want something that they've done before because then you're just duplicating something you spent six, seven, eight years doing you want you want challenges. Uh, and I've never thought of it, like, perfectly put, because um, now it's just, like, I'm going to have an open mind, like, when I go to do, like, fan casts or I think of who's mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. I'm going to expand my mind on, you know, like, all right, well, don't just go with the safe bet, go with someone outside of the box. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was, <laughs> that definitely opened my mind on, on a lot. But, I mean, I, I look at this and I go... We need more. <laughs> yeah. We need more. Uh, this, was, this was something that a lot of people left going, okay, so when are we getting like a release date of more? So that is yeah. the question I have to ask or people will bite my head off. <laughs>
1: oh god. What is
0: the possibility of us getting more?
1: I it's not it's not something that I could even answer if I wanted to. It's this was always meant to be what it is and what you've already seen. It's, it is a 15 minute tribute. It is a love letter to Nathan Drake and uncharted. It is something to hold fans over until the movie comes out, or it ends up being the only thing we ever get to see, uh, which is better than nothing in my opinion. And um, obviously I have my own schedule. Nathan has his, you know, Nathan just started shooting the rookie yesterday. I have another movie I'm attached to. Uh, this was something we did in, in, in a gap in our schedules. Um, I never say never. Nathan never says never uh, because we all see how that turns out. It never, never, never goes well when <laughs> someone says it's never going to happen. Um, as of right now, there are no plans uh, for anything more than this, uh, and it's it's sort of. The reason I say never, say never is because I remember, and this really irritated the hell out of me. When Daniel Craig finished shooting the last Bond movie, after several months of exhausting, people got to remember, you know, you're shooting sometimes 15, 17 hour days. You're tired. You can be emotional. uh, There's a lot that goes into it. And then someone asked him about playing Bond again. And his, his comment was something to the effect of I'd rather slip my wrists if you remember this.
0: Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: people sort of took that and I'm like, guys, I, I you just think about it logically for a second. If you're if you're running a marathon and you finally get to the finish line and you are dying and you need water and you're you're taking deep breaths and someone says, Do you want to do it again? they're like (laughs) you know part of my friends are like fuck off Um, that's not how I feel about this obviously because uh, we're on a high right now and we're we're just so thrilled and excited Um, there's just no plans at the moment um, to revisit this or to continue Uh, obviously people don't want to hear that because there's so much love and adoration for this which means the world to us it's just we can't we can't concretely say anything at this moment in time uh, just given what we already are committed to uh, professionally otherwise, right?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I completely understand that. And to your, your, your Daniel Craig um, example, I always thought when he said that, I attributed it to um, a lot of actors when they get roles that monumental, uh, like playing Batman or playing Superman – one thing that an actor, because they pride themselves off of being able to do other things, one thing they don't want is to be known as, oh, you're the guy that played James Bond. They want to be able to to say that they hung their hat uh, on a multitude of things. Um, so That's I an took interesting it as point. Interesting. That. I took it as when he said that, like, all right, well, I've done numerous James Bond films. <laughs> I think I'm probably done. Like, it's run its course. I'd, I, I'd, I'd pretty much rather cut <laughs> my wrist to have to continue just being this one character for millions of years because you guys love seeing me as James Bond. Right, um, and that's, that's
1: interesting. That's fair. That's like the Bond girl syndrome. That's what happens. But I think,
0: right.
1: you know, that happens no matter what. When you take on the mantle and you become a very monumental, beloved character, you know going in that that's the case. And I think he, if, if that was his actual reason... Uh, he needs a new publicist because that's not the response that you give. Um, well, again, very interesting, interesting observation on your part. Um, I think I think it is though uh, more of a, a fatigue uh, scenario and uh, uh, overwhelmed with emotion scenario.
0: Yeah, I mean, because the the guy's not doing a comedy like. <laughs> the movie's probably very grueling to, you know, to, to get in that shape and to, you know, to, to do everything that they're asking you to do. So it's like right after you're done, you finally finish shooting, you got the movie out and then someone's like, all right, so when can we expect the next one? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Can you, can you enjoy this one first? Like, really? yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, I haven't been, I haven't been home in eight months. I haven't,
0: right.
1: you know, I haven't seen my kids in like a few weeks. I haven't, it's like, you know, it's
0: tough. Tough.
1: It's not an easy business. If, I, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and like I said, I completely understand the reasoning to not being able to, to say, okay, well guys, you know, like stay tuned in a year or two or we'll, we'll have more out. I completely understand that, but that is going to devastate. Uh, listen, people. it's, um,
1: <laughs> it's devastating to me as well. Obviously there is no secret. I'm a very big fan I'm a big enough fan that I went and I did it. Um, so right now, I get to say I'm the biggest fan. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
0: no, I, I think uh, that would be true. <laughs>
1: um, it's a, it's, it's so appreciated. It's a, you know, you make something. I'm used to making something and putting something out there that uh, is warmly received, but still divides a lot of people. You know, uh, everybody's entitled to opinions. It's subjectivity. That's why we have critics and. That's why things are the way they are. Rotten Tomatoes and whatnot. Uh, having a situation like this where it's just unanimously loved uh, is more than a dream come true. And um, you would think, well, listen, if this was a if this was a box office situation or this was an opening weekend situation, this was the kind of reception Hollywood would likely make a sequel. Um, right. So it makes total sense that uh, people want to see more and look of course of course I'd love to see more of that I'd love to see more of Nathan and Lang and their adventures uh, I think it would be amazing it's just that we it's it's very hard to say if that would ever be a possibility
0: yeah and that that that's completely fine I mean as as fans we have to be realistic uh in our wants and and, and needs as, as fans uh we have to we have to completely understand i mean it was even a situation you had just said earlier that you didn't really even uh put it out there for anyone to even know that this was something that was happening so i mean it was right. obviously something you were trying to do as a fan service and we as fans have to appreciate that we even got it i mean uh oh ah, well old...
1: said you're like yeah, the, you're yeah. like the father being like son just be appreciative that you got anything
0: <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, we could have never gotten it, and that would have been something. I mean, we would have gotten the the Tom Holland, we're assuming, at some point. but You the, the might idea, have, and you I might know. not have. Right, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, just the idea that we got even the Nathan Drake that we've been wanting, we got. Um, so, it's like the fact that we got it, let's just appreciate that, let's cherish it, let's watch it a million more times. <laughs> Right. So I mean, and you know, keep sending it support and love, and and you know, who knows? Maybe just a, a studio might call you and be like, "Hey, listen, <laughs> we see the love that you're getting in this. Uh, let, let let's have a sit down and talk about what we can do with uh right. with an uncharted film." So I mean, right. well, As fans, what we have to understand is it doesn't the buck doesn't stop there. Uh, just keep yeah. showing it support, keep showing it love, and if a studio like looks at it and goes, "Man, it's like." Eight million people are just showing this constant love. What would they do if we gave them a full feature on the big screen? They would come out, right. and this could be a box office success like Deadpool would. You know? So yeah. A lot least, of people have been can't... saying
1: that. A lot of people have been saying, "Oh, what about a series?" And you know, it's it's true. It's all very valid.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like I said, though, but the best way to get that is to continue to show it love. So this is you saying that there isn't anything right now. On the horizon isn't a negative thing; it's a positive thing. All that does, all that should do, is influence us to continue to send it more love, more praise. Uh, I mean, get get the views up to like a billion. <laughs> so yeah, there it's, you go. It's, keep, it's uh... so much. Right, just keep supporting it. So it's so much so that a studio will see it and go, "All right, I can't keep ignoring this." <laughs> this yeah, here's like what I say: views. if the fans,
1: if the fans really, really, really want that then the best thing that they can do is to keep spreading it and, and keep uh keep supporting it so that uh nobody can ignore it. I think that's uh that's that's the, the that is the task of the fans now if if everybody really wants to see more, then I think that that makes it a possibility. I'm not saying that that is a thing. That, it's not right. the solution. It's not going to guarantee anything, but it always helps absolutely, of course.
0: Right. I mean, like I said, and e- even if it doesn't, still show it the love and support because it's just a great fan film. So oh, I, just have, I just have two more questions for you so I can get you Yeah, ahead. no problem. No <laughs> rush. No <laughs> rush. Um, uh, I do have a, the, a question of my friend Joel, who's a co-host with us here at uh, Geek Vagination, Nation, wanted to know this. If you got the chance to do uh, a full-length movie, what, what story would you like to tell
1: uh, with Nathan Drake, oh, interesting I mean, to be honest, it would probably be what was in the short um, mm, it, would, okay. it would it would probably be that uh, considering uh, I find the story very fascinating and littered with a lot of great historical information, historical figures crossing paths it's sort of um something that hasn't been done before story-wise. I mean, we've seen El Dorado, and now we've seen, you know, everything that you've seen in the game, there's no point rehashing or redoing because Naughty Dog already did it. You're not going to get better than that, in my opinion. Um, And, you know, we've seen what Indiana Jones has done. We've seen what National Treasure and these other sort of seminal adventure films. So if someone says to me, hey, if there was going to be a story for, A feature or a series or what would it be I'd say it it would be the it would be the story that I started telling you for 15 minutes
0: Mm, okay well I I tell you what I'd be completely fine with that because it left me on the edge of my seat. I mean I remember at the end of the 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 video I was just like oh he was just releasing just a little bit like for for the week of Comic-Con I'm sure there'll be more to come and then (laughs) Joe, I was like, no, that's it, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I was on
0: the edge of my seat. I'm like, wait, we were just about to go on an adventure. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> what, I mean, what? I thought there was the, a comma, not a period.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's. Uh, I'm gonna steal that one from you. No, um, you know, uh, the it's a very interesting story, and you know, when the video games were in their prime, and it was sort of between two and three, I remember. A lot of sites used to poll and say, what adventure would you like to see him go on next? And the Florida Lamar came up several times. And um, in sort of doing my own research, which, which was extensive, I was like, you know what, this is fantastic. And, and it is still to this day, the most valuable uh, lost treasure uh, of all time. So I, I don't think there's a better story than
0: that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And it's, <laughs> Like I said, it's just one of those things where it was, just, it was so good. I'm going to just have to rewatch that like a million more times. Um, oh, thank my you. My last question for you is, uh, we here at Geek Vibes Nation, obviously in the name, huge geeks, we live and breathe superheroes and the whole idea of, of superheroes and stuff like that. If right. you could direct one superhero, mm. who would it be?
1: like that's been anything or something that hasn't been done
0: either or either or either or it's completely Um, up to you
1: I love the Punisher personally um I love how gritty and rooted in reality it is um you know maybe he's more of an anti-hero than a superhero but I think uh I'd have a blast doing something with the Punisher Uh, that to me would be really great
0: I would I would completely be up for that uh, I mean it's it just one he's one of those characters that it's like you don't know if you're supposed to love him because of how like how bored how, he is about how killing to get how brutal the job he done.
1: is and how violent right. and unrelenting he is exactly yeah
0: Yeah exactly but it's one of those things where it's like if you know his story you know he deems it uh he de- he deems it as being a purpose well, he's mad. flawed.
1: He's flawed, and that's why right. I like Nathan Drake, and a lot of people misunderstand uh, sort of in the past why I've been saying that. I mean, Nathan always put it best. Indiana Jones was a very perfect archetype in a way. He, And this is not even – this is not a knock. I mean, Indiana Jones is, is as legendary as it gets. I mean, he's, he's an incredible character. It's an, it's an incredible franchise. But Nathan Drake has a lot of flaws, and if you peel back the layers, you see there's – I mean, think about it. In the fourth one, it, it's so heartbreaking and compelling. He's got this this woman that loves him. He's got to lie to her, and um, is torn between you know her, his brother, his longing and his desire for what it is he loves, his sense of adventure, the thrills. Um, there's a lot uh, throughout that franchise that 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 is very, very three dimensional. Um, and that's that's what I that's what I really love. It's very relatable. And I think the Punisher is the same way. He is so flawed and he is such a complex character that it's not all at face value. There's just a lot going on beneath the surface.
0: Right. And I think that's what makes them so layered. Uh is is, is that they're flawed. Um and to me. <clears throat> What I loved about The Punisher was I always – because I'm a huge Batman fan. I have been since I think I was like four. Um, I always thought The Punisher was a more extreme version of Batman. Like Batman always knew. Like there was a line. I won't cross it. Um, Superman in a way too.
1: Superman in a way too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Superman also. But it 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 was a point brought up to Batman that you keep putting the Joker in prison. He keeps breaking out and killing thousands or hundreds of people. Like at some point do you think like it's best to just take him out completely? That right. is a that is a logic that the Punisher lives by. Like now nah, yeah. I'm not really putting you in jail, like I'm just gonna rid the streets of you because obviously you're a menace to to the streets, so I'm just yeah, there rid was, of you, um so.
1: there was a line I guess when they first introduced John Barenthal as the Punisher in the second season of Daredevil um, and it was something they used in the advertising a lot. It was a fantastic line. I can't remember it. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said to Daredevil that when you, what you do to people, they get back up again. When I when I do it, they don't get up. Um, and that sort of, you know, embodies everything you just said.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and that's what because it's kind of, and that's what I love about comics, and that's what I love about uh, video games and stuff like that it's it's always to the fans it's like a little weird because it's like sometimes you root for someone like like people that are fans of spawn like you see what spawn does like on an everyday basis and it's like it's kind of hard to root for it but he's just so cool that right. you don't want to like root against them so that's what I love right. about the 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 fantasy world that these these heroes uh and villains create is that you can kind of live in it and embrace it but no know, <laughs> know that that's where it ends it's just on the pages of, of that comic. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see you do something with The Punisher, uh, whether it's at some point, you know, taking something on your own and, and just completely creating it into something uh, original, something we've never seen before with The Punisher. Uh, I feel like each adaptation that we've seen so far of The Punisher is something completely new.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, from, it is.
0: From, Thomas J- uh, from Dolph Lundgren to Thomas Jane to... Uh, um, Ray Stevenson, that was my favorite. Ray Stevenson, to this day, is still my favorite Punisher. That movie was insane. Um, Yeah, it was was something. Yeah, so I would love to see you do something with the Punisher. I think it would definitely be something to to, to enjoy to see you put your spin on. Me Um, too. Thank you so much. I know you had a crazy, crazy, crazy weekend. Thank you so much for taking the time out to answer my completely geeked out question about no, this amazing absolutely. fan film.
1: No, thank you for, uh, thanks for watching it. Thanks for loving it. Thanks for sharing it. Uh, it was really nice chatting with you. This is, uh, Alan Unger, the writer and director of the Uncharted fan film and you're listening to Geek Vibe Live.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, get some rest, <laughs> some well-deserved rest. And we can't wait to see what you do next. We definitely hope to talk to you again uh, soon once uh, we we figure out exactly what this new project is uh, that you're working on. We can't wait to find out what it is uh, and talk to you more about it. Thank you very much.
1: Great. Likewise. Take care. Thanks. Take care.
0: Bye. Geek Vibes Nation, that was Alan Unger. Man, such a cool guy, such a cool guy. Uh, make sure if you have not seen it, you're checking out the Uncharted fan film. It is so much fun. If you are a fan of the video games, this is the film, the fan film that you need to see. Uh, like, I, like I was telling Alan, it looks directly ripped from the video games. It is so much fun. Uh, Nathan Fillion, Stephen Lang is, is Sully. It's so much fun. Make sure you go check it out. It's only 15 minutes, but it is the best 15 minutes you will ever have. Go check it out in Geek Vibes Nation. We will see you Sunday for Geek Vibes Live. Thank you, and peace.